about you, I'm glad. I'm glad when you stop and consider the alternate. If we weren't redeemed, we would be lost. We would be in our sins. We would be in that ugly packaging that we were in before we met the Lord. Came to the knowledge of the truth. Came to surrendering our will to His will and obeying that glorious gospel and becoming a new creature. I'll take this new creature packaging any day. Every day. And be thankful for the blessings that God has brought our way through His Son, Jesus Christ. The scripture text, again, taken from Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Talking about making a vow. Verse 4, when you vow a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay that which you have vowed. Better is it that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. When you look at that word pay, we can, we can, we can go even beyond the, the normal mentality of what we think about in exchanging of money. But the, the number one thing God is concerned about and what God desires of us is for us to give of ourselves. Amen. I've come to learn if the mind is right, everything else falls in line. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it be your giving, the community, your service to the Lord, your loving, your, 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 just everything that involves the whole Christian picture. Once the mindset is right, everything else falls in place. Amen. I want to direct your attention over to Matthew chapter 25. When we talk about entering into this covenant relationship, when we talk about entering in and making this vow of giving ourselves to the Lord, surrendering our will to Him, glorifying Him, denying ourselves, putting our hands to the plow and not looking back, talking about service also. In Matthew chapter 25 it outlines a lesson text beginning at verse 31. When the Son of Man shall come in His glory and all the holy angels with Him, then shall He sit upon the throne of His glory. And before Him shall be gathered all nations. And he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry. And you gave me meat. I was thirsty. And you gave me drink. I was a stranger. And you took me in. Naked. 
and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him. Then shall the righteous answer him. And the righteous are on what side? The right. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry? And fed you, or thirsty, and gave you drink? When saw we you a stranger, and took you in, or naked, and clothed you? Or when did we see you sick, or in prison, and came unto you? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you have done it, Unto one of the least of these, my brethren, You have done it unto me. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you curse. Depart from me, you curse. And to everlasting fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you took me not in. Naked, and you clothed me not. Sick, and in prison. And you visited me not. Then shall they also answer him saying. Lord when did we see you hungry. Or thirsty. Or a stranger. Or naked. Or sick. Or in prison. And did not minister unto you. Then shall he answer them saying. Verily I say unto you. And as much as you did it not. To one of these, the least of these. To one of the least of these. You did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment. But the righteous into life eternal. What can we learn from this? As being involved in a covenant with the Lord. Members of the church of Christ. Members of his body. What we can learn from these passages. I'm not saying this is the only thing. But I find there's so much work to be done in the kingdom. There's so much for everybody to get involved and I promise you, you could find something you could be busy doing. Amen. Did you notice the list of things? What if I'm in this contract agreement with God? Who is God upholding to carry out these things. Not people in the world. This is for us. Doing good. 
serving. Looking after those who are sick. Visiting. People hungry. Feed them. Some are naked. Clothe them. Whatever the need is. There's something for every Christian to do. And to be a part of a ministry. Being involved. No Christian can sit and say, there's nothing for me to do in the church. Amen. Something for all of us to do. Amen. Unless there's going to be a breach in your contract. Those he, those he said at the left, it appears that they went about their business. But their business was not about being concerned about helping anybody. It appears they were about themselves. When did we see you naked? When did we see you in these conditions? How many people do we meet? How many people are we aware of? Let's, let's, let's bring it even closer to home. How many folks in the church do we know in need of something, but yet we won't act upon it? And believe it or not, folks, it's not always about money. How many of us cry when they cry? How many of us are encouragers, supporters for those who are spiritually weak or maybe they're going through things in their life and they need somebody to lean on. Prayer is great. But sometimes it even just helps a whole lot better to have a brother or sister to look into their eyes. To see them present. To hear their voice. Oh I believe God cares. But sometimes people are not at the point. To just get by enough. On their faith. They need some help. When. Have you seen. Someone. Falling in one of these categories. And you breach your contract. Folks, it's enough for every Christian to stay busy until Jesus come back or death knock at your door. Nobody should ever have an excuse or should never depart from a Christian's mouth. I don't have anything to do. As long as people are hungry, naked, in prison, sick, just need help. As long as people continue to fall under these categories listed here by Jesus, let me tell you something. It's something to do. Are you in violation of your contract 
Are you complying to your contract? Your covenant with the Lord. Don't be like the goats. When did, when did I see you like that? See, some things are right in our face and slapping us in our face every day. But because we're more caught up and hung up on self, we're too blind to see what we need to see because we're more concerned about self. Remove the blindness. Now, this is something you have control over. These blinders you can remove. And it began by getting you out of the way. So that you may be found on the right side with the sheep. And when there's a need, when there's a work, when there's something to be done in the kingdom, you're aware. You can see where you can make a difference. See, sometimes some of us are so afraid to get involved with anything because it might cost us two dollars. Don't be afraid to roll your sleeves up. Don't be afraid to get dirty if you're getting dirty for the glory of God. Don't be afraid to be a servant. Man, I think about Jesus leaving heaven. Anybody ever seen heaven? Man, we can only go by what little bit has been told. Right? And just the little we know, the song we sing about how beautiful heaven must be. It's mind-blowing. Just what we understand about it from what we've heard and read. Right? And just think, Jesus left that to come down here in the flesh as a man among evil, wicked people. And he was not ashamed to roll up his sleeves. He was not ashamed to pick up a towel. Right. He was not ashamed to wash some dusty, dirty feet. Mm-hmm. He was not ashamed to go all the way right. for his father. For our sake. Yeah. Are you in compliance with your contract? Or are you grazing with the goats? Right. The goats are not going to have a wonderful reception. That's right. What you will hear is depart from me. Yeah. And that within itself is enough to know it's over. Yes, sir. If you're doing well, Continue to do well. Still strive to be even better. Yeah. To glorify God. Man. If you're not doing so well, 
Let's try harder. Man. Let's deny yourself. Folks, I promise you, the greatest hindrance you're going to encounter is yourself. Yes, sir. Get arch enemy number one out of the way. Mm -hmm. And you can see a difference in your service to the Lord. Well, I don't have enough time. Well, there are some things you can give up and you can get out of the way to create more time. Yeah. Everything in life does not carry the same weight of importance. That's right. There are some things you can probably improve your life by letting something go. It's called prioritizing. It's called seeking first the kingdom of God Man. and his righteousness. Yeah. Because things that we're allowing ourselves to get caught up in and so busy involved doing that when we stand before God, it won't mean a thing. That's right. But I just read some things that are important to the Lord. Visiting the sick. Feeding the hungry. Clothing the naked. Folks in prison. Visiting them. Yeah. Having some compassion. Yeah. Apparently, these are some things important to God. Why else would they be listed? Right. I haven't said it today, but I'm going to say it now in closing. Let's keep the main thing. The main thing. Amen. Because that's what's important to God. Yeah. The main thing. Yeah. God is not going to be interested in all of these worldly accolades and all this stuff that we tend to want to elevate over feeding the hungry, clothing the naked. Visiting the sick, being compassionate and loving one another. God has outlined what's important to Him. My question is are you in compliance or have you violated your contract? All right. So I'm going to leave here today saying, Well, I got to go home and get ready for tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> Who promised it? So you're telling me there's nothing left in this day that you could do good to glorify God. Some of the things that we just mentioned from the pages of inspiration. Think about it. He has spoken. It's either the left or the right. Man. And I promise you, God keeps accurate records. Yeah. Don't allow this world to fill you up with worldly things and stuff and thoughts that the world would commend you about and, and, and pat you on the back about. Be concerned about what pleases God. Man. You care what the world says. Man, if you please God, you can't help but be doing everything else right. That's right. Mm -hmm. 
Let us take inventory. Let us be mindful of the main things that truly matters. Amen. Let us hit a conclusion of the whole matter. Do what? Fear God. Fear God. And keep His commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. You made the vow when you went down into the watery grave of baptism. It was a free will decision. If it wasn't a free will decision, you need to consider your salvation. Because God's love and God's purpose of us coming to him is not by force. That's right. It's by love. Yeah. And because of the great love he has demonstrated to us, we should be on fire. We should be rejoiceful yeah. to want to do good. Yeah. Take inventory and check to see if you're keeping the main thing. The main thing. What's our song, Adora? 640. I got the song leader right this time. <laughs> 640 is our invitation song. God is good, folks. Yes, he is. And in this world we're living in, why would you not want to make sure that you're in a proper fellowship with him? Man. But you're not going to keep it by being idle. There's work to do, folks. Yeah. There's work to do. What the song said, here am I. Send me. Send me. Yeah. Now we're not going to sing it because it might cause some to stumble. <laughs> so we'll leave that one alone this evening. But you need to consider sheep or goats. And we make the difference. Man. Let us together sing. Let us sing. Talk.